This is For Advisors by Advisors. I'm your host, Evan J. Mayer. Today, we're gonna to talk about meditation and money. Meditation might seem quirky to some, but I've been doing meditation for almost 10 years. I think February of 23 next year will be my, my 10 year anniversary since I started doing meditation, a specific form of meditation called transcendental meditation. And I had read back in 2012, there was a lot of money managers that were starting to use transcendental meditation. And shout out to my older brother, Ian, who got me involved in doing dental meditation and talked me through some of the basics and then told me where to go and how to sign up. And I thought it's been a great thing for my career. It's been a great thing for my family and it's been a great thing for my life in general. I thought I would spend a little time talking about on today's episode, talking about meditation, how I was prior, how it's worked since, and then what I go through when I do this meditation. So uh, first and foremost, I wrote an article for advisors. Actually, it was for anybody. That got published in August of 2020 in Worth Magazine. The title of it was Meditation and Money, Why All Money Managers Should Practice to Become Great. It really did help me significantly. Prior to doing Transcendental Meditation, I would get into the office pre-market, a lot of times real early in the morning, maybe 8 a.m. in the morning. I would come in 8.30 in the morning and the day would just fly. And by five o'clock, my mind felt like it was going to explode. I've used this reference a couple times in the Wolf of Wall Street movie when Matt McConaughey was saying he needs to unwind. And there were some things in there that I don't do, but part of what he would say to unwind was he had all these numbers and digits and all these things going out, going through his head. That's how I felt. I was kind of separated from my kids. I was home, but I wasn't home, meaning I was there in presence, but my head was in my phone. I was looking at my calendar. I was checking my emails on a constant basis. I'm very A-type and very OCD, time-sensitive oriented kind of guy. So everything had to be right. And that's basically how I was before meditation. My older brother said, hey, why don't you check it out? So one day I went on to tm.org, which is the Transcendental Meditation website. And I found out that there was a local class free to go to in Delray Beach, down the street from my house. So one night I went to it, it was like a two hour thing. And some of it is hokey, okay? Some of it feels weird, okay? I would call it like the opening of the concept that it does everything positive for you. What it does positive for me I'll get to later on there. I think the concept of what you're doing is actually quite simple in the meditation process. We went through this two hour training that basically told us what it was about. And then at the end of the night, it was like, Hey, if you want to do it, we'd love you to do it. It's a one-time fee that you pay. And once you pay it, you never have to pay it again. And if you ever need to go back for check-ins or to make sure that you're practicing correctly, you can go to technically any teacher in this community on tm.org and and you can do a check-in now it's been years since i've done a check-in i haven't really felt a need for it not that there's anything wrong with it i did do it for the first few years but i felt that the check-in i kind of already know what they're going to ask and what they're going to do and i wasn't having trouble sticking to it so first and foremost there's probably all kinds of good meditation i'm specifically going to talk about transcendental meditation and what it does because i think it does something that other meditations do not do which is the ability to transcend. I'd like you to think about if you were in a swimming pool and you were with a bunch of people and everybody's having a good time and yelling and you hold your breath for real quick and you go underneath the water for a minute and it's quiet. 
That's what Transcendental Meditation does. The practice is that you would do it twice a day, 20 minutes each session, and you do not listen to music. You do not listen to anything that will make you think of anything. You are given a mantra. So the mantra that you're given from your TM instructor is a mantra that you would say over and over, but you don't say it out loud. I believe, again, I'm not speaking in firsthand knowledge, but there are some religions like Buddhism where you would say the mantra out loud. This mantra actually you say inside. And supposedly everybody's given a unique mantra. I don't know how that works. And like I said, nothing was quirky about Transcendental Meditation. The only thing that I would consider quirky was how you were given that saying. So when I go for the 20 minutes, I don't do it exactly the way the teacher had asked me to do it, which is I like to have a timer because I have a very busy life. And sometimes you can end up getting too deep in that meditation and you have stuff going on that you have to get to. But there are times like the weekends where I don't use a timer and if I fall asleep or something like that happens, then that's, that's good as the TM teacher once taught me. For those of you that don't know how Transcendental Meditation got to the United States. A guy named Maharishi, he was a spiritual advisor to the Beatles. He was the one that got the Beatles involved in it. And then there's a lot of celebrities that do it. Jerry Seinfeld, Howard Stern talks significantly about it. Jennifer Aniston, Tom Hanks, Russell Simmons, they all practice it. So what is the practice of TM? First and foremost, I go into a dark room, I shut the lights off and I sit. Now I have a beanbag chair, I find that to be comfy. I don't lay down in it, I kind of lay upright a little bit in it. I shut my eyes and I shut all noise off. I do have a pair of uh, cancel out headphone sound, shotgun headphones that cancel the sound out. In my office, there's people that are working them inside my office. There's nobody there, but I can still hear things through the wall. So just to not be able to hear that or when I'm at home, I have three kids. The saying is that you're supposed to just ignore that. You don't even need the headphones. If you have three kids running around yelling in your house, it's really hard to focus sometimes. So I like the headphones. I use these headphones and again, not these, but they're the headphones you wear when you shoot shotguns for anybody that has done skeet or clay shooting. I put them on for 20 minutes. I say this mantra in my head. I'm saying this mantra by the time when I do it, by the way, before I come into the office. So that one is normally at home. And then the second one is right when I am done for the day, I'm literally going to shut down for the day. But what does it do for me? That's the most important thing. What does it do for me? Well, the first meditation in the morning, a lot of people actually skip. The teachers will tell you it's the most important. I think they're both really important. I haven't put a level of which ones are more important or not. The one I do in the morning, what that does is it gets me fresh and set for the day. It's kickstarts my day where sometimes get a light work in and then I'll do the meditation before I go in the shower and before I go to work. But what it does for me at the beginning of the day and the end of the day is I would like you to imagine that you had this big desk in front of you and you had a bunch of different files and folders and everything was talking about different subject matters and everything had a different level of importance. Some of us use calendars. Some of us use notes on Apple. Some of us use different things to do that. I use my Outlook calendar. I put a bunch of stuff in there. When I meditate, what it basically does is it slows my mind down into this transcendent state of meditation where I'm not thinking about anything but meditating. And when you do, and by the way, it happens and it happens every time you meditate, you'll come off that trance at some point and you'll come into some deep thought and you'll forget that you were supposed to be in the trance. And when you come out of it and you're like, wait a minute, I'm meditating, you go back to the mantra. So it's a very normal process. It's not a rush process. It's something that takes time to get better at over time. 
the most important thing that it does for me is I want you to, again, picture all that stuff spread out. It organizes everything into levels of importance and things you need to get done for a business person. And it is a humongous help for me in many ways. In business, it slows me down. It keeps me calmer. It also, believe it or not, this is me on meditation. You should see me outside of meditation. But it keeps me calmer, keeps me more focused. It keeps me more centered. And it allows me to make sure I don't forget about things. I rarely forget about things by the end of the day of who I had to call back or what I had to do because everything is somewhat organized in my mind by that meditation. It helps me tremendously with business. It also helps me with my kids and my wife and my family at home. So when I get done meditating, I am no longer thinking about work. Now, something might come up, I might get a call and it re pulls me back, but it doesn't take me into that slump of eight straight hours of hardcore work. What it does do is it makes me more present for my kids and my wife and my family. Funny, I'm talking about this. I was on a cruise with a few other couples and I was talking about how much of this has helped me. And the husbands told me afterward and they said, our wives are making us do this. You gotta really check with the husbands before you make us do this. And at the end of the day, I still said to them, I still think it's something they should all have done because at the end of the day, it does put you into a good state of mind. I think a good state of mind is always a positive. You can read all those all these books, the Yes books, and I think Gitmore is his name that does a bunch of books. I've read, all, read a, a little red book and a bunch of his books. And obviously the mind is a significant thing and putting the mind in a good spot, mental health wise, is a great thing. Meditation has helped me out significantly. So I wanted to share it with the audience. I did write that article, which you can find on Worth Magazine under my name. And if you have any questions or thoughts, before we get done, last thing to share here, Everybody will say that they have a different meditation that they think is better or more useful. What I will say is, and for those that go, well, my meditation is yoga or my meditation is golf, which I play a lot of golf. I actually have to meditate before and after I play golf because there's so much mental stuff you're trying to get out of your head when you're golfing. It's actually a great practice to do it before and after. And I do that as well, but there's nothing like transcendental meditation that I have found because even when you meditate and you are doing a guided meditation, and again, any meditation is probably helpful. So I'm not saying what works for you doesn't work for you. What I am saying is, is the transcendental meditation is different in the concept that the goal is for you not to focus on anything. Where yoga, you're focusing on your stretching and your yoga. Or if you're doing hot yoga, you're thinking about how do I get out of this hot room quicker, right? So these thoughts are coming up on different meditations. And so they never really allow you to transcend. So that's why transcendental meditation is hugely important. TM.org and, and Delray Boca is where I got mine. It's a husband and wife that were phenomenal and very helpful and great for anybody looking for the way to transcend, way to make your business situation a little better. Supposedly it helps with heart rate and all that. My heart rate was still up. It does lower it, but blood pressure wise, my, my blood pressure never lowered from it. My cholesterol didn't lower from it. So there are things that they're going to say that it lowers that maybe it does. I just didn't per se with me. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're enjoying our podcasts. Again, please like, please subscribe. It does let us know that you're out there, you're listening. We do want to hear from you. So please don't hesitate to contact us. You can reach me by email at foradvisorsbyadvisors at gmail.com. And you can also reach me on my LinkedIn page, Evan Mayer, easy to find. So hope this was enjoyable and take care.